If opening up your financial statement each month is about as exciting as watching paint dry, the Epic Wealth Fund may be the next investment opportunity for you. The Epic Wealth Fund invests in distressed real estate and shares the profits with its shareholders. If you're an accredited investor who has already enjoyed success elsewhere in their business or investing life, and you're seeking a broader exposure to real estate in your portfolio on a passive basis, the Epic Wealth Fund's executive summary is available for your review. Go to EpicWealthFund.com to review the fund's executive summary. EpicWealthFund.com Real estate investments involve a high degree of risk. Residential income and returns may vary and are not guaranteed. Past performance is no indication of future performance. Nothing herein shall be construed as investment, tax, legal, or accounting advice. This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing, the place where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. You've heard it before. I know this is not your first time here, but you just got to keep being reminded of it because that money can be so seducing. That pile of money can be so seducing in this business and you think you're moving forward to only find out you're actually prolonging your journey to financial freedom. So you got to shift your focus from making the piles of money, shift your focus to making streams of money. Change that one thing just one time and you are on your way to real financial freedom. It's not the most exciting path, but it is the fastest. And once you get there, life then becomes exciting. And that's what why we're doing this anyway, right? And to take your first step toward that exciting life, your exciting life, go to freerealestateinvestingcourse.com of where you'll learn the most valuable skill of a real estate investor. Do you know what it is? Can you guess? Is it making friends? Is it raising money? Could be, maybe. All of those are important but it really is on how to find motivated sellers. That's the number one skill of a real estate investor is how to find motivated sellers. And you know why? Because every, nothing really happens until you find a deal. And the foundation of every deal lies within the seller's motivation to sell. So you have to know how to identify it and how to strike a deal with that person. All right. And you have to learn how to, to solve their problems, to, to make it a, a win-win situation to where you're getting what you want and they get what they want. And, you know, the, the better it comes out for you lies within the greater motivation of that seller. And so I'm going to show you how to do that at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com as well as everything else that you need to put it all together to collect a check at the end of the day. freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. Got it? Alrighty, so i got a great show for you today with another member of my mastermind group. God, I love these guys. They're, worth, they're just filled with so much information and they got nothing to sell. There's no agenda. They're just here to share, to give back and, and talk with you. So you can hear really how it's done and how people do it that really don't care whether you believe them or not. That's what I really like about it. It's very objective and and uh, you don't have to have your, your guard up and you don't have to have your BS detector up because these guys wouldn't even be in this mastermind group unless they could prove what the, the business that they've done. All right, so he's going to share with you how he went from zero to 100 deals a year right out of his little one-bedroom apartment. I think he started when he was 20 years old and here he is 10 years later and he's absolutely crushing it. And it's also going to give you some insight as to what's possible for your future inside of real estate investing. And it has a lot to, or has to do with a, a lot more of just wholesaling four properties a month or six properties a month or eight properties a month. That would be fantastic, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. That'd make a great living for just about anyone. But in my opinion, I still think that's, that's thinking pretty small. 
okay? Because there's so much more available out there to you than just doing wholesaling 10 properties a month. And, and you'll understand more of what I mean after this interview. But before the interview, I wanna share with you another live recording of one of my VAs that turned into a $7,000 deal. Now, mind you, I did not retire because I made $7,000. I did not even throw a party or celebrate because of the $7,000. You know why I did celebrate this deal? Because this deal too happened while I was on vacation. Yes, I took a lot of vacations this summer. And the call that I played for you last week, that happened while I was on vacation. And then this one right here happened the following weekend. So this is Charisma, and that is her name. And you'll understand that how her name is actually very fitting when you hear this recording. And we'll get to that in just a second. Did you notice at the top of the show, the Epic Wealth Fund, the Epic Wealth Fund little commercial promotion that I had up there? It's open for business. Your ears did not deceive you. I've been talking about this for a long time, but now we are open. So if you are an accredited investor and you're looking for other avenues to getting your money working for you, maybe the Epic Wealth Fund is going to make sense for you, or maybe not. Either way, it does pay a 9% preferred return and there is a 60-40 split of the profits after that. On top of that, in addition to that, 60% belonging to the actual investor, the shareholder. And with a double hedge built into the fund strategy. You know, after a year of setting this up, because we've been talking about this for a long time and it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take, my goal was to structure this fund in a way that I've seen no other real estate fund do it with an actual hedge against losses. You know, you hear the, the phrase real estate hedge fund, you, it, that name or that word or phrase is, is tossed around pretty darn loosely. And I think just hedge just kind of comes out because it sounds like it's what it should be. It's a hedge fund. But there, it's really difficult to build a hedge into a real estate fund. And I think uh, there are a lot of those are, are misnamed out there because I looked at a lot of different structures and a lot, what a lot of different people were doing. And there's no hedge. There, I mean, the, the real estate goes up, real estate goes down. And then, uh, you know, it's, it, there's no correlation, say, if you were to invest in Los Angeles and, you know, also diversify that and invest in Florida, right? So you're diversified, but you're not hedged because there's no real relationship between the East Coast and the West Coast as far as the real estate goes. Just if one goes up, doesn't necessarily mean the other is going to go down or vice versa, right? There's no correlation there. You may be diversified against or hedged against natural disasters, against hurricanes or earthquakes, but you're not hedged against the actual real estate market. And so what I did is I researched and looked at what Wall Street does to do that. How do they build hedges into their hedge fund to where you, you mitigate your risk? Well, it wasn't so clear cut and dry, but I got together with a really smart guy that helped me through the whole process and we figured it out. And we inserted a hedge, a triple hedge inside of the fund and we called it the Epic Wealth Fund and it's ready to go. So you can go to epicwealthfund.com to request an executive summary and get the specifics of how that works. Alrighty, let's get to Charisma's call. Check it out. Hi, good afternoon. Is this Miss Fagan? Yes. Ms. Fagan, hi. I got. Uh, I actually, my name is Charisma. Uh, I'm from Citus Investments. I actually got your voicemail. Okay, this is uh, regarding your home, one three seven one three Earlwood Road. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're still interested in selling the home? I've never thought about selling. I just got a postcard from you guys. I <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Yeah, okay. So I got your message, I got your information, you know, and um, basically I just wanted to ask you at this point, oh, by the way, why are you selling the home? This is an investment property for you. I'm not selling it. Like I said, I got a postcard. For the right okay. price, I would sell, but okay. I'm not actively looking to sell. Okay, not a problem. So how much would you want for the home? Um, I'd say for forty, I'd think about it. For fifty, it would be a done deal. Fifty thousand dollars, done deal. It's um, it is a duplex. Um, I've had very reliable tenants. They're paying five hundred dollars a month each. Um, okay. they pay all utilities except for water. Um, it is a money maker. Mm -hmm. There are no major problems with the house. There are a few things, you know, but nothing like new roof or anything like big like that. Yeah, um, sure. It's, a, it's pretty solid. Right. Okay. So let's say, for example, um, you know, if the stars did align, how soon would you be able to sell the home? Well, I would it outright, so it wouldn't it'd be as fast as it could possibly close. Okay. Hold on. I'm just actually noting it down so that because um, later after this conversation, I will be running the numbers. And then I will be able to get back to you within the next 24 to 48 hours. That's perfectly fine with you? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. Um, do you have, like, say, for example, an email address so that if in the event that I need to, I don't get the chance to hold of you uh, by the phone, I can definitely send you an email? Yeah, I don't check it very often because I know something's coming through. But it's okay. just my name. It's just my name at yahoo.com. Okay. Rachel, so Rachel all one word. Okay. At yahoo.com. How about your mailing address? Do you have um what's your mailing address? Like the man's name, Drive. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's Medina. And that's it, it's four four two five six. Medina. Okay. Uh huh. How about the mortgage balance? Let's say for example that I purchased a home, do I still need to pay any mortgage for this? No, I own it outright. Okay. And your taxes are current, correct? <clears throat> Actually, um, when I bought the house, they were mailing the tax bills somewhere else. I was not even getting the bills. And out of, out of mind, I think there's about $1,400 in back taxes. $1,400? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're not, you did not list this with a realtor, correct? No, I only answered a postcard that your company okay. must have sent me. Okay, not a problem. So the total number of bedrooms, if not, I'm not mistaken, so this is a duplex, so when you say two, two, so that's a total of four, right? Yes. Okay, and then four baths. No, two baths. Oh, two baths. Yes. Okay. Um, two kitchens, two living rooms, two dining rooms. Okay, all right. But the bedroom itself, um, the room itself, there's only two bedrooms. Per unit. Per unit, okay. So, it's so a that's total four. Of four bedrooms. Yes. Correct. Okay. Would you have an idea as to how many square feet, uh, feet rather, this home is? Um, not without digging out my paperwork. No. Okay. They are good. They are good size apartments. Okay. They have a, you know, a dining room, um, decent sized kitchen, decent sized living room. Okay. All right. That's perfect. So, Miss Megan, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run the numbers. You know, um, and that's. The only thing that I need to get from you, okay, just for me to be able to run the comms, you know, add add the numbers and stuff like that. So I'll do my very best that I can do so that, you know, I get you what you want.
ultimately it's up to the market, right? And you understand that I have to carve out a little for myself too, correct? So um, I'm going to look at the market as it pertains specifically to your property. I'm going to crunch the numbers, okay, and hopefully come back with you an offer within the ballpark of what you're asking, okay? And if okay. history is an indication, I should be able to come up with a different options for you, probably two or three. Um, okay. My partner, David, and I, or I, will be getting back to you. We'll do our best um, to get what you need um, or the offer within the next 24 hours. Sounds good? Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Ms. Fagan. You do have a great day today, okay? You take care. You too, thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. What did you get out of Charisma's call? Well, first thing, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of motivation there, right? There wasn't really any at all. In fact, we didn't even detect that. We marked this lead as a suspect, and we just sent her a three-option letter of intent. But what I want you to understand here is that think about the what's going on on the other end when you send direct mail and you send a postcard. I mean, think about the last time you went to your mailbox and you went through all the mail and you just kind of pulled out the things that looked important and you trashed the rest, Most right? I mean, that's what most of us do, I think. I have never, ever called, and I get a lot of this mail because I own a lot of property, so I get a lot of postcards. I get a lot of letters. I've never called any of them. You know why? Because I have no motivation to sell. I don't want to talk to them, and so they just go into the trash can. I don't even call them to say, take me off your list like some people do. I don't know where they get the time to do that, but they do that. But anyone that does call, there's a reason. They're like, hmm, I wonder what this is all about. I wonder how much money they would give me. There's a reason that they called. And I think it kind of came out a little bit later on because it felt like she was trying to sell that deal a little bit. You know, it's it's a good property. It's reliable tenants. It's a money maker. Um, doesn't, yeah, doesn't need any real big repairs or anything like that. But then she says, oh, yeah, the taxes thing. That That's, that's probably a $1,400 balance or something like that on there. It's only fourteen hundred bucks. Why is it, if it's such a money maker? Why does she have those delinquent taxes? Yeah, they got the address wrong. Whatever. That's a lame excuse. All right. So just kind of um, as you're listening to all of that, I just want you to. There's a couple of lessons here. One, they call for a reason. This is why you have to call every single person back, even if they don't leave a message. You got to call them back. The second thing is always send an offer. Always send it. Because the psychology of the whole thing changes when it's in writing, when you're not just a, a, a faceless entity over the on the other end of the phone. All right, so that deal right there, that's, that's what a $7,000 deal can sound like. It can sound like there was no deal there at all. But if you keep in mind that they called for a reason, that means you should follow all the way through. And when you follow all the way through, you're following through with a written offer. And we mailed that to her, and she called us back and says, I'll take it. Now, here's the great part. She said 50,000 bucks, that'd be a done deal. But she wouldn't consider anything less than 40. We got that deal on a contract for $28,000. See, just send it. Just put it in the mail and send it. Alrighty, my guest is on the phone. He's going to show us how he went from zero properties a year to 100 properties a year. And he got started when he was 20 years old out of his one bedroom apartment. And we'll get to that in 30 seconds, right after this. There are two steps to wealth. First, stop doing what poor people do. Second, start doing what wealthy people do. The wealthiest people work more on their business than they do in their business. 
if only you had the time and resources to do it. Now you do. We're VAsforrealestate.com and we have some free information for you. Get the five-step shortcut to hiring a rock star virtual assistant that will make you millions. Go to VAsforrealestate.com. Stop doing what poor people do and do what wealthy people do. VAsforrealestate.com. So on the phone, I'm joined by Mr. Michael Fitzgerald. Mike, welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Hey, thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Hagerstown, Maryland. That sounds like a really old, quaint, cute little town. Is it? It is. It's about 60,000 people. I'm, I'm located right in a tri-state, though, between a few cities. So okay. I do business in West Virginia, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. Okay, super. So speaking of your business, um, kind of share with me how you got into uh, real estate investing, how this came about. And you're, you're a young guy, right? How old are you? Uh, I'm 31. 31. Okay. Very good. But you've been doing this for a while. And, uh, so... I started when I was 20 years old. Okay. And I called a rent-to-own ad in the newspaper. And the fellow on the other line, his name was Dave Murch, he said, you sound like you make a better real estate investor than running to own my house. And told me about the real estate clubs in D.C. and Baltimore. So I started going. And, uh, you know, I believe in anything. In high school, I was I was voted most gullible. So I heard about doing properties no money down. <laughs> uh-huh. Within two and a half months, I had my first no money down deal just going to these real estate associations. It was mm-hmm. a division of proceeds. That's where I made an agreement with the homeowner for X amount. And everything over X amount, I was allowed to make. And uh, the property stayed in the homeowner's name. Um, that was 11 years ago and about 1,000 transactions ago. Love it. Yeah, you just um, we just got to know each other, I guess, over the last year. We've, we've belonged to the same mastermind group. And, uh, you know, I think you really you came in with guns a-blazing in our, in our meeting and really impressed everybody with the how, how much business you've done. And I can see it because you've definitely got the gift for the gab. You're a very likable, approachable guy. And that really goes over well with sellers. And I just had a, uh, my last live event in Nashville a couple weeks ago. And that was really the... the what I notice is the big distinction between my clients that have gr- great success and amazing success. The amazing success is a lo- they really focus in on the rapport building. So I want to ask you, is that something you just kind of naturally had or is that something you're intentional about, you know, make, making friends and, and building rapport with the seller? You know, something I kind of naturally have, but anybody can do it. You know, when I when I meet the seller, you know, I always meet them with a smile. I shake I shake their hand, um, you know, very friendly. And rapport is is one of the biggest things. You know, I've had a lot of sellers sell me their home for for less than other uh, real estate investors offered, and uh, sell me their home when they wouldn't sell their home to uh, someone else. You know, it's worked really well for for us throughout the years. And um, even you know, I have other people in my office that, that help me with this uh, acquisitions now. Even with but even with them, I, I instill the same things in them, and it's just amazing what a difference it makes in, in picking up on um, the velocity of picking up a lot of real estate deals. Mm-hmm. So you have people in your office. Um, explain to me a little bit about what your business looks like right now and where your, what your focus is. I started out in a one-bedroom apartment, so you know I made twenty thousand dollars. I had eighteen or nineteen a month later. Now I have um, I, I have um, an acquisitions team. I have 200 rental units, um, all of which, you know, banks wouldn't even really talk to me um, us or, or me or my first uh, three or four years. Um, I have a 36,000-square-foot office building in that mix, a 40-unit 40, uh, 40 apartment complex. So I have three people in my rental staff, uh, one receptionist, a full-time accountant, 
we're currently renovating about 60 to 70 properties a year. So I have uh, somebody on project management. And uh, then we're also wholesaling about 40 houses a year, but we're looking to pick that up. So currently we're doing about 100 real estate deals a year. All right. All right. And we, we also have a couple maintenance people. We have uh, nine people total on staff. Super. So 100 deals a year, and uh, you've been doing this for, for a while now, a decade. Um, tell me, what what is your, your primary method of finding your deals? You know, I find a lot of deals through relationships. I've talked to so many people through, over the years. I've never been afraid to talk to folks. When when I first started, I, I used to uh, be in a Starbucks, and I was 20 years old, but I looked like I was about 16. Mm-hmm. You still and do, there, there'd be folks. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be folks standing there in line, and, you know, I'd start talking to everybody, and I'd say, hey, look, you know, how many of you guys drive down by a rundown house for sale by owner and know someone looking to sell, you know? you know, in, in the past year, and almost everybody said yes. And I said, look, you know, if you refer me, if you refer me those homes and you refer me 25 of those homes, how long does it take to refer them to me? You know, they'd all say a couple seconds. So I said, look, let's say it takes five minutes. My minimum referral fee is $500. So whether I close on the first one or the 25th one, you know, I'd love to pay your referral fees. And you'd be surprised. You, you say that to 10 or 12 people, you'll have one or two start referring you deals and, and just talking to everybody, telling them what I did, what I do throughout the years. I mean, we get, at this point, we get 30 to 40 referrals a month. And, and I'd have to say, and that's free, but pretty much, you know, I pay them when I close on the deals, but it's no upfront cost. And, you know, it's really helped, helped me talking to everyone and building rapport of other people, you know, not even in the real estate industry to refer me properties. Mm-hmm. And in the real estate industry, but you know, it's just everybody I talk to. I, I let them know what we do and that we love the opportunity if they know of a house. And how much does it did it cost you to to talk to people? Oh, it cost me nothing. It's the <laughs> easiest way to find a deal, <laughs> right? And I just I was being kind of funny when I asked that question because that's exactly how I got started. And then I started. Oh the, wow! I started the podcast, and then that started reaching a whole that just took everything up to another level. And business came in that way, just inadvertently, just happened. But not till just this last, and we did. We used to do letters, like a direct mail campaign. But Mercedes and I, we would do that, and probably hadn't done that for not consistently for about four or five years now. But we did that when business got slow, like when the referrals stopped coming in. And when I joined our, our mastermind group, I was just blown away on on the amount of money being spent on marketing. I mean, there's some guys in there that, that do a hundred thousand pieces a month. Well, there, there's guys in there spending a hundred, hundred uh, twenty thousand a month in marketing, and you know we've really that's been a part of the increase in my business since I joined the mastermind. You know, I started um, doing more mailings consistently, and you know it's definitely a way to pick up a lot of deals. I mean, you can. You can pick them up um, anyway, but once you start picking them up, and if you start out with little or nothing like I did, and, and I, I believe you did too, Matt, um, you, you know, you put money into mailing, you put money into advertising, it, it definitely pays back uh, dividends. Um, I did uh, 17 deals in my one-bedroom apartment. I bought and sold 17 houses before I moved into my own. Like, I was always kind of against spending that type of money, uh, just like a couple thousand bucks on marketing. I was just like, wow, it better get a great return. And, you know, you see the people in there spending, you know, six figures a month. And I'm just like, wow, they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't getting a if return. If it weren't working. <laughs> right? So the or ev- they wouldn't be in our mastermind because they wouldn't last too long. Right, right. So the evidence is compelling. So this year, so we're about eight, nine months now into heavy marketing. We ramp it up and we're scaling up every single month. We do a little bit more. And now I'm like, oh, 
I get it now. Now this makes sense. But uh, still, I'd say 50% of our deals come from our relationships to this day. Which is same with me. I'd say, uh, I'd say probably 40 to 50% of ours come from our relationships and the rest come from marketing. And, you know, now I look at it, if, if we spend 15000 20000 in marketing and we get two or three deals, usually the first deal pays for that. But um, generally spending that kind of money, you know, we, we get um, probably seven to 10 deals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super. So you get the deals, um, you get the referrals, you make the phone call. Do, do you do you go out there and meet all of your sellers in person face to face, or do you have people that do that for you? You know, I used to for I used to for years. And then I joined my I joined our mastermind, and everybody told me they're like, you know, Mike, what are you doing? How are you taking down every single acquisition? How are you taking down every single lead? You know, I was I was working like a dog, a hundred hours a week, and that's not really what I what I wanted after you know a decade in the business. So I got a um, I got an acquisitions uh, leader now, and it's it's just it's so amazing. It's it's we're, we're closing uh, deals more efficiently, and we're closing deals I may have missed. You know, in the first his first um, five weeks here, we brought in an additional forty k in revenue in deals I probably would have missed just on wholesales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, I'm not anymore, but I, I did for many years. Yeah, but and I still do, just not all. You know, just just not all the time. You know, if um, he needs any help with, with someone, or you know, if he's not free, I'll go out there and I'll talk to the seller. It's something I enjoy. I just you know do it uh, full time and run my business, run my rentals, and everything else. Right, right. It's amazing that the the paradigm shifts that group has caused. Uh, just you don't have to do it all yourself is is a big one, because uh, I certainly was didn't think anyone could do it better than I could, and. Uh, you know, I know you, you were kind of thinking that as well, because that's why you were doing it, right? Oh, exactly. And I didn't think I could, I didn't think this long in real estate, I could have such a paradigm shift or such a change. But, you know, it's completely revolutionized my business. And I've made major changes since uh, joining the mastermind. Awesome. Awesome. So you get the deal under contract. And so when you're looking at a property, you, you know, you've got 200 rental units, you're doing some fix and flips, and you're doing some wholesales. What are you kind of looking for for, for the how you decide what you're how you're going to dispose of the property? Well, at, at this point, you know, with, with where we're at now, I'm looking at doing a lot of the bigger ones. You know, not not so much the seventy thousand dollar ranchers you sell for one fifty. I'm wholesaling a lot of those, and I'm doing a lot of the you know hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollar houses just because the margins are more. But you can wholesale it if you buy it right. If you don't buy it right, and it's a deal, we're, we're going to buy it regardless. But if we buy it and, and you know we buy it at sixty cents on the dollar, we'll, we'll sell it to another investor for sixty to seventy percent all day. So it's all in what we take it down for and how good of a deal it is. If it's right on the line, we we generally don't try to wholesale. We generally do it ourselves. Got it. Got it. So moving right along, a hundred deals a month. What's what's in the future for you? What are the what are the goals for your business? Hundred 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 deals a year. A year. Start, you know. Just in the past year, I, I did a, a 36,000 square foot office building. I completely filled up that was empty. I did an awesome small condo project. So I'm looking to do, you know, more, more of a larger, more of a larger scale deals. But I'm also looking to not let any of these other deals go through the cracks. You know, we're probably going to increase the amount we wholesale and uh, rehab a little bit less. Plus, I've made major changes to my business in the past year. We went from a bookkeeper to an accountant. We went, you know, we changed out 80% of our rental staff. I brought the acquisitions guy on. I brought three software systems in, um, REI Blackbook, um, Buildium, and Builder Trend, all from going to our mastermind. 
so it's been it's been just a year of constant changes. But you know, I see I see a future of much bigger deals. I'm actually looking, and uh, don't don't make fun of me here. I'm actually looking um, into doing a boutique hotel in a in a city that just has an amazing downtown, and they don't have a hotel. And I'm, I'm looking at doing a boutique hotel and. I'm thinking about doing a series of them called the Gatsby Collection by M. Fitzgerald. I think that would be amazing, and it's, you know, I really, <laughs> I, I really want to do something. I really want to do something big. Now, my biggest achievement in real estate. Do you, do you care to know? I do, but hold on. Is there a relationship between the the author and you? No, not oh, okay. at all. All right, but I'm Mike Fitzgerald. So, you know, right, I know. <laughs> that was F. Scott Fitzgerald, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That, that would be I, I, li- I like the name of it. I, what, what happened was, is I had one high-end condo left in my condo project, the gallery on second. Uh-huh. And so I put it out there, just, just for kicks, I put it out there on um, Airbnb, j- just to see what I could get a night in rent. So I put it out there for $350, and you know I, I felt bad because I was going to take it off right away, and I did, but I had to call everybody. Um, it got booked for 20-couple nights at $350 a night. So then I so then I started thinking, you know, you got an active downtown, you got crowds here, you know, five days a week, and I started running some numbers. I realized, well, hey, if I have a 15-room hotel and 12 rooms are rented 225 nights a year, that, that's almost a million dollars in re- or over a million dollars in revenue. So I'm I'm uh, I'm playing with that right now, but regardless, I want to focus on doing maybe two to three large projects a year, doing the larger flips and um, changing it from maybe 70, 30 wholesales to uh, 30, 70 wholesales with 70% being the um, assignments and wholesale business. Right. You know, I just I just love having, and I've interviewed quite a few people from the mastermind group because I want to do it for a few reasons. Uh, one is that they most of them come on the show with absolutely nothing to sell, nothing to promote. So you're just getting it how it is. Second thing is I want to really share with people what's possible because a, a lot of the audience that's listening to us right now you know, they're just trying to get that first wholesale deal under their belt. Or they've got a couple wholesale deals. Now they're trying to figure out how to get seller financing so they can start building their real estate or their, their um, buy and hold portfolio. And, you know, when I share with people so frequently, and, and it comes off across from the feedbacks from the podcast, it comes off from the um, feedbacks on my uh, social media posts and then the ads that we run on social media. And just scam, 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 this, that, you can't do that. That's a, He's a liar. He's a fraud. And I'm like, I have to hold, pull so much back on what I've been able to do with little to no money and, and no credit. And you very much got started the same way. If people, same way. Came, I couldn't even talk to me. Right. If people came into our mastermind group and they saw what people are doing and what they're thinking about, they, I mean, they just, they wouldn't even believe it unless they're actually there to see it. And just to to hear hear you, like you've been doing this for a decade, you got started when you were 20, and you're doing 100 deals a, a year, and now we're just looking, I'm looking at a chain of boutique hotels at doing this. And that's a realistic <laughs> view. And I just I, I just wanted to point that out because wholesaling and, and fixing and flipping a house a month, that is just the beginning. And so I, I just like to, I appreciate you coming on because it really allows people to think bigger than what they're doing that what they're doing right now they're just they're just they're just you know just barely getting started even if they're doing a couple deals a month you're just barely getting started there's so much more available for you out there but you know if i just sat here and talked about that all day people just couldn't even relate 
because it, it's so distant. But there is a community out there that is doing this very successfully, very consistently, and doing it on a much bigger scale. I mean, I went into the, the group when I first went into the group. I was the smallest fish in there. And at that, up to that point, I was the most successful person I knew. I don't know what your experience has been, but... Um, same same exact thing. When I went in there, I felt like, oh my gosh, you know, so many people. I'm one of the smallest guys in the room. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, you know, you know, I dominate my local market. So it just opened my eyes and, you know, I really feel blessed to be part of um, part of the mastermind group. And to go back to what you're saying about people out there doing it and barely getting started, the trick is sticking with it. And, you know, keep keeping moving, sticking with it, keep advertising. I mean, you will get deals, and, and there's many ways to buy properties. No money down, it works. So you don't need credit or money to get started. You know, I started a one-bedroom apartment with, you know, barely any money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 12 out of my first 15 deals were division of proceeds, subject to the existing mortgage, owner financing. I mean, if you believe it and, and you have a goal and you, and you move forward, it, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. especially with real estate. I mean, you see through the mastermind and there's so many people out there doing doing so well with it. And, you know, to a lot of the naysayers, I remember when the market got bad, it's like everybody I ran into, they said, are you still in real estate? Like they thought or were hoping I was out of business. And it's just, it's amazing to me. Now, a lot of people are jumping on the real estate bandwagon now, it seems, but a lot of it's sticking with it. And I think the other most important part is taking action. Mm-hmm. My own family to this point still kind of looks at me like, when am I going to get a real job? Is that is that real, real estate thing blown over yet? <laughs> the market's going to shift. I don't know if you want to gamble your future on that. And I was like, you know, we're going on 10 years myself right now. And I was like, no, it's it's shifted twice during the, the time that I've been doing this. So I, I, I got it. I got this. <laughs> wow, you've done so much in 10 years. No, I completely agree. Now, you're going to you're going to laugh at this. My first three years doing real estate. My uh, dad said, now, okay, you got lucky. What you need to do is get one job for 20 years and a second one for 20 years so you have two pensions coming in. <laughs> you know, it's his, it's his mindset on money, but it was uh, it, it was funny. And I was like, you know, why would it, you know, how could anybody give me this advice? But Right. That's exactly what my grandfather did. He worked for Aerospace for 20 years and then went to Builders Emporium for 20 years and he had two pensions. He just thought. He yeah, I mean, that was that, that seemed to be the trick. And I, I just, you know, I didn't see myself doing that. And I'm very glad I stuck with real estate. Six and a half years ago, um, I had an opportunity and I took it. Um, I bought the home. My parents lost the foreclosure when I was younger, um, had to give up and um, fixed it up and moved them back into it. It's one of my biggest achievements in real estate. They're, they're still there to this day. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Mike, for, for sharing with us. Um, what can I do for you? What can we do for you? How can we help? You know, I'm a big fan of your podcast. I love what you do for uh, people just starting out in real estate. It gives a lot of motivation. Um, you have a lot of great people and they share a lot of great uh, tr- uh, tricks to the trade. So, you know, I'm sure I can think of a few things, but uh, when, when I do my boutique hotel, you, you can help me uh, promote it. Okay. I really want to... I, I got this. I got this thing. I'm going to say it's 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 better than even Trump could do, and and you know we'll see what it, uh, media attention I get from that. I love it. I love it. So if anyone wanted to reach out to you and contact you, would you be open to something like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's the best um, way for them to do absolutely. that? Absolutely. Uh, pr- probably the best way is, and and I'll give my, you know my my assistant's going to kill me, but um, <laughs> I'll give she's going to kill me if I get a bunch of emails, but I'll give um. I'll give uh, my Facebook page and my email. My my company Facebook page is Gideon Properties, G-I-D-E-O-N, mm-hmm. Properties. And people should be able to find me that way, Mike Fitzgerald. And then my email 
is Mike at Gideon, G-I-D-E-O-N, prop, P-R-O-P dot com. Got it. Super. People will If I get a bunch you, of I emails, I can, I, can, I can see her uh, <laughs> getting a little upset. But no, we'll get back, we'll get back to everybody. And, uh, you know, I just encourage everybody out there to stick with it, to take action. I mean, if you, if you take action, you stick with it, you're, you're going to do amazing. And it's, it's an eye-opener through our mastermind to, to see what you can do and what you can accomplish um, in real estate. Yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. And I know I have people in your area, in your region. In fact, uh, are you far from D.C.? No, I'm actually, you know, we, we do about uh, three or four deals a year in, uh, in D.C. We, we have one right there on Adams Street right now. I did my first million-dollar single-family home in D.C. last year, mm-hmm. but we have one right there right now about to hit the market for 950 So I, I don't do a lot there, but I do a little there. It's about an hour away. Cool. So I'm actually going to be in D.C. on November 19th to go to the, the D.C. RIA meeting. Oh, oh really? Which, which, which one? Is it Traction or... I'm not sure. I'm actually making a site visit with one of my coaching students. But I'm leaving. I'm catching the red eye. Are you going to um, the Mastermind in San Diego? I am. I can't wait. Okay. I'm so excited. So I'm catching the the red eye on our last night there to be in D.C. first thing in the morning. So you might not be back by then. Yeah, l- let me see when my tickets are. I think I've already been bought. But, but if I am, you know, I'd love to go with you guys. Cool. No, I'd love for you to go because uh, – Basically, what they want to know is how to network, and I just would love to take the gift for gab guy with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you bet. I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And you know, this is this one, and this is my first time. It's been about a year since I joined. Now, this is my first time on this one where all three groups get together. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally psyched about it. We did this last year, and it was my favorite one that we've ever done. So you're you're in for a treat. I, I can't wait. Super. All right, Mike. Thanks, bud. Um, Let's do this again for sure. And at the very least, I will see you in November. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon, Matt. You have a great day. And if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I appreciate it. Thank you. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Flipping houses can make you rich, but holding them will make you wealthy. Subscribe to a new real estate investing podcast, Hold That House, with Matt Andrews and Matt Terrio. Subscribe for free. Listen, learn, and earn. Hold that house. Subscribe today. That's it for today. I'll see you next week on another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.